Hello and welcome to Kyrinos Finsight, the podcast that explores some of the most pressing topics for financial services. Insights that help you navigate today and anticipate tomorrow. Welcome to Kyrinos Finsights. The Fed has yet again raised interest rates 75 basis points, bringing the top of its targets range to 4%. Consumer deposit churn is increasing as customers are seeking higher interest rates. Betas are heating up in both the consumer and the commercial portfolios. And of course, there's also big implications for mortgages and other home lending products. As of October, the Mortgage Bankers Association is predicting 30-year mortgage rates of 6.7% for the fourth quarter, up significantly from the 5.5% forecast that it announced just a month earlier. Here today to discuss the implications for the mortgage industry is Rich Martin, Director of Real Estate Lending Solutions here at Curanos. Rich, thanks for joining us for this FOMC podcast. Thanks for having me, Rucker. I'm glad to be here. First, tell us what has been happening with mortgage rates and volumes since the Fed began raising rates earlier in 2022. So certainly trajectory is up, right? I don't think anyone is surprised to learn that interest rates have increased. It's more a question of how much and the trajectory in the market you know, is touching above 7%. Why that's meaningful? Well, 7% is the first time since 2002. So we're looking at interest rates at a 20-year high. Within our consortium data, we're seeing volume down on a year-over-year basis through October of 58%. So much of it is the trajectory is up, but really the velocity of volume we're seeing down almost two-thirds. You think about 2020 and 21, record volume interest rates were in the threes, low to middle threes. We're now talking up 340, 350 basis points since that time. So it just tremendous amount of increase in rates. We saw rates jump dramatically to start the year, and that's continued throughout the course of 22 as the Fed has continued to increase rates, certainly give out the impression of continued rate increases. I think the big question is going to be a potential and magnitude or size, how much, right? We've seen 475 basis point moves. Does December bring a 50 basis point increment or something smaller? And then what does that really mean from a policy perspective? Yeah, so quite dramatic, right? From 3% to 7% in the same year. And to your point, uh, Chairman Powell was saying that we we aren't done yet. Maybe they'll slow the pace, but he was very clear that he needs to get the inflation back under that 2%. So interesting times. What what has that meant for lenders' profits? Have they been laying off mortgage bankers? What has happened? I mean, I think the, the quick answer is is everyone, right? No one's really immune to the, the pain, right, or the contraction. So you go from record volume in 20 and 21 calendar years, that was north of $4 trillion for the total mortgage market size. We're ending the year more than likely somewhere in the high $1.6, billion range. So again, speaking to that 50 plus percent decrease, but no one's really been immune to that. So you have a lot of lenders out there in the marketplace that frankly, are over capacity, right? They've built a origination platform, a fulfillment team that accommodates four plus trillion, and now that that needs to be right-sized. And so you're seeing virtually every lender that's having to do some sort of cutting, you know, cost-cutting, whether that's from a platform perspective, whether that's from a personnel perspective, you're really starting to see that. And not even just one time, we're seeing lenders that are announcing multiple rounds of layoffs. Uh, I expect probably another wave of that to continue as we get into next year, right? I, I don't think the outlook is for any sort of rate relief, right? Whereas in past market cycles, you had maybe kind of a refi wave as rates get lower, refinances become more attractive. That certainly helps kind of you know create that that sudden sort of volume through the refi wave. But I don't expect that, you know, even if we get a Fed that's 
that's looking at a 50 basis point increase or a quarter, uh, it'll certainly change things. But does it cause, you know, rate relief? Do we have, you know, quote unquote, no longer the soft landing and a recession becomes a, a more likely probability? Do we expect rate relief there? I mean, I don't think anyone wants to say let's hope for a recession to uh, guarantee us lower rates. But we're definitely seeing it from an overall employment perspective, lenders shedding jobs. And I think, frankly, many lenders are very uncertain of what does 2023 look like from a general volume and a general rate perspective? Yeah. And this is not unknown to the mortgage industry, right? You've been in the mortgage industry for a long time. You've seen these cycles happen, right? Ups and downs. And when when we see that the volume goes down, mortgage organizations are are very known to then right size and, and lay off people to make sure that they are right size for the volume coming in. Now, what in the world is a mortgage lender to do in these times? Are there specific strategies they should be pursuing as they try to minimize the impact of rising rates? It's a great question. I think you know it, it touches on a number of different areas. Uh, we think from a mortgage servicing perspective. So lenders have the optionality to retain servicing or sell servicing. Those lenders over the course of, you mentioned the last two years of north of $4 trillion in origination, much of that refinance business. Those lenders that retain servicing and have an active servicing portfolio have really started to monetize that asset, right? So we've seen demand for servicing pick up. Largely, that's based because interest rates are higher, right? People, there's less incentive to pay off your mortgage. So those loans are going to stay. That servicing is going to stay on that book for a longer duration. And as investors you know, collect those cash flows, longer lifetime value. I think tech stack. So we talk about it's not just what products I'm offering out to market, but also What's that customer experience? I'm seeing a lot of clients right now creating operational efficiencies that will ultimately drive down cost to manufacture and operational costs and efficiencies. We're seeing just many yeah, reconsider that. What are the right platforms to integrate or migrate to? And how can I ultimately you know, do a better job of recapturing existing clients, enticing new clients, and potentially just eliminating any sort of redundancies, right? To secure profits or create scale with it. So there's a lot of technology investment. Uh, that we're seeing margin preservation as well. So I think something around, hey, how do I just preserve the profitability I have or the margin I'm capturing today? So we, we are working with clients actively in defining key strategies. It's not one competitor you benchmark to, it's a index of competitors and creating strategies around that that you can continue to monitor and you can continue to execute against. And then lastly, I would say counterparty risk for those that don't have the benefit of a loan portfolio uh, you know, so they're not an FI or depository institution. They're they're relying on third parties for some of their offering or some of their execution outlets. So having you know, well capitalized trading partners that are experienced, that are transparent. You know, having multiple outlets again, everyone's going to feel the sort of collective pain with the market being down. And you're seeing it even on the investment side, right? With the securitization markets, investors being a bit hesitant, and not knowing right the trajectory for rates, wanting steady cash flows. So I think those are kind of four core areas that we're seeing it. Uh, and ultimately where you know, lenders are focused on either you know, putting forth additional investment or refining strategy, whether it's around you know, technology or around margin and price strategy. Now more than ever, I think it's important to understand where you stack up competitively. So obviously keep, keep an eye on that, benchmark yourself. Thank you, Rich, for joining us today to, to talk about the, the, the FOMC rate change. As always, thank you to the Kyranos Finsights team. Robin Seidel is our Director of Thought Leadership. Editing and production is by our senior designer, Adrian Cohen. Project management by our marketing communications manager, Megan Brissett. Music is by Vision Studios. I'm your host, Rutger Van Fassen. You can find more insights at kuranos.com. 
please subscribe and review wherever you listen to podcasts.